Welcome to Beautifully Organized, the podcast that shares tips, tools, and hacks that make life easier for busy mothers. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Beautifully Organized. I'm Marissa Roberts, and I'm really excited that you're back here with me. We're going to talk about three really fun things today. Coming up on today's episode, we'll discuss six easy ways to reduce dust in your home a simple tip for keeping up with your washing and my favorite tips for getting your home in order even if you're feeling really overwhelmed. But first, a quick word from our sponsor. This episode of Beautifully Organized is brought to you by the Ultimate Productivity Bundle. Master your to-do list, reach your goals, and free up more time for yourself with the best ebooks and online courses in the world of successful time management. If you need help setting goals and priorities so you can use your time more wisely, creating productive routines so you don't fall behind, working through tasks without getting sidetracked or procrastinating, or even just finding the energy to be productive throughout the day instead of burning out, these resources are perfect for you. It's practical help that'll make your life more joyful and less stressful no matter how busy you are. Valued at over $1,500, this collection is available to you for just $49.97. Find out more about the Ultimate Productivity Bundle by clicking the link in today's show notes or heading to beautifullyorganized.com. Dust. I am yet to find a mother who hasn't struggled with dust in her home at some point, especially when your kids are young and they're going in and out of the house all day and we want our kids to play outside, but every time they return, more dust and dirt particles come in with them. So it can be quite hard to keep on top of things. Luckily, I have a few tips that do make it a little easier to reduce the amount of dust in your home and I'm going to share them with you today. Tip number one is to remove all the unnecessary knickknacks and things that are collecting dust from your home. I, I like to be organized, so I'm going to tell you, declutter as much as you can. Once all of the little cluttery things are gone, they're not going to sit around collecting dust anymore. So that means your knickknacks, toys that aren't getting played with, cookbooks that you never use, it's time for them to go. Tip number two is no shoes inside. Now, I know that can seem a little harsh, but it is the easiest way to stop extra dust and dirt from coming into your home. But if you follow Fly Lady and put your shoes on first thing in the morning when you get ready, that's fine. If you find that your kids are going in and out and they just don't stop to take off their shoes when they come in, that's fine too. You can always use a good quality doormat outside your door and that will help you reduce the amount of dust and dirt that gets tracked in when people enter your home. Tip number three is to change your bedding and your towels weekly. Now, if you want to, you can pick a day of the week for bedding and then a day of the week for towels, and then it's nice and easy and fits into your regular routine. I like Mondays for towels and Tuesdays for beddings because my kids are at school on those days, so I can switch everything out easily. And I find those two days are after the weekend, which is when my kids tend to be the messiest. Tip number four is to use a damp cloth to dust with rather than a feather duster. Now, a feather duster is cute and easy, and I do love them, but if you have a lot of dust to deal with, you're most likely going to find that a feather duster will move the dust around your house rather than remove it effectively. 
A damp cloth is not as much fun to use and you do have to rinse it out a few times or use multiple cloths. But if your dusting job is a heavy one, it really, really works so much better to use a damp cloth instead of a duster. Tip number five is to keep your wardrobe as organized as possible. Wardrobes are really big dust collectors. That's where we tend to hide our clutter. We tend to put all of the things that we don't want, say, the kids to come across or people to see when they come over. We pop them in our wardrobe and we close the doors. That's where we stash things. As a result, our wardrobes can be full of dust. It just kind of settles in around our stuff. And then every time you open your wardrobe door, that's when the dust has the opportunity to move around and spread through the bedroom. Even tiny amounts of dust can move around a lot. So keep those wardrobes as clean, clear and organized as possible. Tip number six is to use my really simple cleaning method. It's just four steps. Step one, put your rubbish out. Step two, put everything away. Step three, wipe down your surfaces from top to bottom. So from the highest point in your room, like the top of your windowsill, doorways, ceiling fans, start there and then wipe down all the surfaces going down in height. Now, all you have to do is take care of your floors. It could be vacuuming, sweeping, or mopping. Do it in that order, and you won't have a dust problem. Now, if you have any tips on reducing dust in your home, I'd love to hear them. Let us know on Facebook. If you have a question about simplifying life as a busy mum, getting more organised in your day-to-day life or finding easier ways to keep on top of the housework and any other commitments you have as a parent, we'd like to hear from you. Send us an email to marissa at beautifullyorganised.com with any question or help that you need and we will cover it on one of our episodes. Remember when you're emailing marissa at beautifullyorganised.com to use organised with an S instead of a Z because that's how we spell it here in Australia. Laundry is always quite hard to stay on top of and I have found that simplifying it as much as possible makes a really big difference. So today I'm going to show you my three-step method for staying on top of the washing in my house. Washing is really overwhelming when you're a parent or it can be because kids go through clothes a lot faster. We have a lot of tomato sauce spills, a lot of sitting in the dirt stains, a lot of the time my kids will try on four outfits and instead of putting their clothes away again, they'll put them in the washing basket along with the really dirty stuff and all of a sudden everything needs a wash so it builds up really really quickly and in order to stay on top of that build up I do my best to follow the same three steps every single day. Step one is I always have a load of washing in the machine, one load of washing in the machine every day. Step two, I'm always hanging one load of washing every day And step three, I'm always folding, bringing in and putting away a load of washing every day. Now this is rain, hail or shine. And if something's happened to me and I can't do it, then I delegate and I ask somebody else in my family to do it. My husband can help out. My kids can help out. They're 10 and 8. They can reach a clothes error even if they can't reach the top of the washing line. So it's important to not miss a day if you don't want that huge pile of washing to build up. So let's take a look at the steps in a little more detail. When I say have a load of washing in the machine every day, I really mean just that. At some point every day, I need to wash one load of washing. Now, I don't have to hang that particular load. I find even in the Australian summer, my clothes can go in the washing machine 
do a wash cycle and then sit there for up to a day before they need hanging and they don't smell musty at all. So as long as I'm washing one, I don't beat myself up too much about how quickly I then get it out and hang it on the line because I know I'm going to do it at some point that day. So I always do a load of washing them in the, in the machine. I always hang a load and I always bring in the day before's load of washing as well. I have a big space up near where we fold our clothes, where I up near where we hang our clothes, where I can fold the washing, put it in a basket, and then as I enter the house, I can put everything away. But if you don't have that, then all you have to do is dump it all in the basket when it's dry, bring it in, and fold it all on the lounge room floor or on your bed, whichever is the most comfy. Watch a show while you're doing it if you want to, or play some music, or get the kids to help out. But it's really important to avoid that whole dump the clean washing in the corner because then that's going to mess up your whole house over the next few days. You're going to feel grumpy every time you walk past it and you're going to be kind of sorting through every time somebody needs clothes. The amount of satisfaction you'll get from folding and putting away straight away is totally worth that extra effort and it doesn't take very long to become a habit. So remember, when you're bringing washing in, fold and put away. Delegate to the kids if you want to, but make sure it's not just dumped in a corner. And then you'll feel so much more on top of your washing every single week. Less Mess, Less Stress and More Calm is a short and simple course for overwhelmed mothers. It'll get your home decluttered, organized and running smoothly in just seven days. Plus, it'll teach you how to organize the rest of your life too, with simple, doable actions. Click the link in our show notes or head to beautifullyorganized.com to find out more. Let's talk overwhelm for a second. We don't talk about it a lot, but we see it. We see it with our mum friends. We feel it within ourselves. We all go through some point of life as a mother feeling overwhelmed with life in general. It can be parenting, it can be work, it can be social stuff, it can be life, it can be medical reasons. There's there's going to be some point in our lives where we feel like everything is just creeping up and hitting us in the one go and it's not necessarily just going to be one time either. But it's important not to let overwhelm really get you down and stop you from getting past it or moving through it. It's not easy. I am not perfect at it myself, but I do have a few little things that I do when I feel overwhelmed that that help me stay afloat. So I'm going to share them with you today and I'd love to know what your tips are if you have them too. So here are my favorite tips for getting your home in order when you feel overwhelmed. The first one is to just start in the space that really makes me feel the most cranky. So if you have a whole house that you think needs decluttering, don't try and declutter the whole house in one day. Think about the spaces that you walk past on a day-to-day basis. Is there one that really makes you feel the most irritated? For me, it's usually the top of our freezer or our dining room table because those two things tend to be our dumping grounds. So when I feel overwhelmed in life, clearing out one of those areas really makes me feel so much better. It's a tiny change, but it's a really good start and it's a really positive feeling to do it. So I always start in the space where I feel the most irritated. 
Now, when I'm decluttering a space, whether it's that space or anything else, I only set my timer and do it for 10 minutes at a time. And I'll do it twice a day max. I'm not somebody who's ever going to recommend a full decluttering day in your home. It just creates more mess. You're going to get interrupted and you're not going to enjoy the experience at all. And when you declutter on a large scale, you then have a lot to donate or give away. And it just feels like a ton of work. And that's why we don't tend to do it. So if you stick to just 10 minute declutters and you don't do more than two per day, I very much recommend one. But if you're really eager, two per day max. So you're only decluttering, say, 20 minutes altogether. It's going to make you feel like you can stay on top of things. A really good way to look at it is think about decluttering a bag full or a box full every week until your house is easier to manage. So one week you might take a bag of toys to the donation center. One week it might be a bag of clothes. One week it might be a bag of books. And one week it might be a box of baking sets things, <laughs> pans and things like that. If you do one per week, it's achievable and it's doable. And you can just pop that box or bag in a central location in your house. And every time you come across a book that you want to donate, you put it in that bag. And at the end of the week, you take that bag and you donate. It's nice and easy. It's like a baby step towards it and it's doable. I always want you to think in terms of decluttering over organizing, which I know is ironic because this podcast is called Beautifully Organized. But when you really think about it, if you have less in your home, you have less to organize, which means you have less work to do. I don't want to be someone that just has a house full of containers that collect things inside that then get dusty inside because nobody uses them, because we forget we own them. I'd rather have less so that I know what we have, I appreciate what we have, and it's easy to clean, it's easy to get it out, and it's easy to put it away. It just takes a whole load of stress off my shoulders to live that way, and I definitely would recommend you trying it too. But once you do cut back on your things, that's when I still would look at storage with a focus on making things easy to locate, easy to get out, and easy to put away. So for example, all of our baking things are in the cupboard right next to my oven, right under the counter where I do all my baking. Easy. I can find everything related to baking when I need it and it's easy for people to remember where it goes when they put it away after they wash the dishes. The next tip is a really important one. It's to set up a daily and weekly cleaning routine in order to stay on top of it with the house. This doesn't have to be really, really complicated. My typical daily routine is just make sure I do the dishes, make sure a load of washing goes on and make sure the kids tidy up their rooms before they go to bed. There are absolute minimums, along with things like taking out the rubbish. Absolute minimums help you get into a rhythm and a pattern during the day and you'll find that all of a sudden those jobs, the bare minimum jobs will get done without you even thinking about it and your family doesn't mind helping out if you've assigned them a job and a regular time to do it. If your kids are school aged, it's their responsibility as well to help you manage the household and your partner too. Families help each other so they can spend more fun time together rather than everybody else having fun and mum working all the time. So those are my tips on getting your home in order even when you're feeling really overwhelmed with life. If you have a tip to share, I'd love for you to share it on Facebook. So come on over and join us there on the page. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Beautifully Organised. 
Don't forget to grab your organizing freebie at beautifullyorganized.com. We have lots of prints and other resources for you to help make your day a little smoother. If you like this podcast, you can subscribe for free on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and every other major podcast platform. If you have a question or a topic you'd like me to cover, let me know. Send your request to marissa at beautifullyorganized.com. And if you'd like to chat more about mum life and getting a little more organized and making your life easier, head to facebook.com slash beautifullyorganizedmums. See you next time. Thank you.